Hey guys, uh, welcome back to the Futurist Podcast. Glad you could join us. Uh, today I have Lily Arnold uh, here with us today. We're going to be talking about the Mitchells versus the Machines, which, you know, when I first started this podcast, I, you know, didn't envision that I would be doing a movie like this. Like, this is so random. It's animated. It's, it's. I, I usually don't watch animated movies, honestly. Uh, but anyway, uh, Lily, do you want to kind of introduce yourself, say hi to everybody? Hello, I'm Lily. I'm a junior here. I do. I am an avid movie watcher. But. Nice. That's <laughs> awesome. Um, so do you kind of want to give us um, your first thoughts, or not first thoughts, but before you started this movie, so we kind of all watched this together as a group uh, with some friends, but um, before you started this movie, did you have any um, previous experience with it? Because I think when we watched it a few days ago, this was your, your first time, right? Yeah. So before you watched it, um, did you have any knowledge of it beforehand? I had briefly heard about it. But for, I don't know why, but for some reason I thought it was like some sort of Jimmy Neutron type movie. Like I thought mm-hmm. it was an old cartoony, like kids, super kid like focus. It does sound like that. Yeah. yeah. But I actually ended up really liking it and it's cool. But I don't know. <laughs> yeah. I know. It was, it's hilarious. I, um, it's on Netflix, which makes it super convenient. But if you guys, Go out and watch it. Like it's it's amazing. So when we first started it, um, just based on the first maybe five minutes or so, maybe ten minutes, um, I kind of want to know your thoughts there because uh, sometimes for me, the first few minutes of a movie really impact um, my opinion of the movie as it goes on because it kind of tunes me in as to whether like the seriousness of the movie, um, kind of just the tone, whether there's Know, sarcasm or not, so things like that. So just based on the first few minutes, what were your thoughts? Well, I immediately thought, like, okay, this is... It was nothing what I was expecting. It was mm-hmm. very funny, and I loved the art style because I guess I, I found out it was made or animated by the same people who did the Spider-Verse movie, and I loved that. And so yeah. I was immediately like, whoa, this is way... This is cool, and it was really funny. It was just, like, right off the bat, it was really funny. And so I knew I was going to enjoy it because... Who doesn't like a funny movie, right? Yeah, yeah, I know it was. It's pretty amazing. It's kind of it really fit um, the type of humor that I enjoy mm-hmm. really well. Um, there was this part, I think maybe twenty minutes in, where I remember telling you guys, like, this is it. It just kept doing the same thing over and over and over again, where um, it would have a certain character say something like, "This could never happen," or <laughs> "This um, is impossible," or um, things like that, like ultimatums almost. And then it would literally just cut, and then the next scene is just the absolute ultimate, like... Everything going wrong. Everything <laughs> the opposite of what they just said. And it's it's just so comical. Um, I, it, It's hard to not think it's funny. But anyway, so as the movie got going, um, between, you kind of want to tell us, um, maybe introduce the characters to us, tell us what this movie is about, so you, we have the Mitchell family. Um, so we have the parents and then two kids, two yeah. kids and a dog. And um, and then what ha- I'll kind of give you a brief plot overview. Uh, the, there's this um, company that kind of makes all the smartphones and technology, basically our Apple. And uh, they make um, these, these new robots that are kind of new versions of people's smartphones. Um, and then uh, the story kind of expands from there with the robots taking over the world and et cetera. So um, kind of introduce the characters to us, kind of tell the audience what uh, the characters are like. 
well, even though we watched it like last week, I forgot all their names. But <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> the, I, I don't think I remember either. Yeah, the girl, she's like getting ready to go to college and she doesn't get along very well with her family anymore because like she's super artsy and like kind of, you know, weird or whatever. And her dad's very like, there's a way to do things and this is how we're going to do it. And she's not like that. And so she kind of is like, I can't wait to leave. But then her brother, they're like pretty close. And so he's not looking forward to her leaving because he's like, wait, but we're not, we'll see each other because she's going to like California or something like across the country. Mm. And then the dog is just like the derpiest thing ever. But we <laughs> love it anyway. <laughs> I know the dog is amazing. Yeah. So then it's like their family, you know, they don't they're struggling to get everything together. But the mom, she's like has this aspiration for a perfect family. And there's like the one family we meet later where they're all picturesque and perfect and she's like i just wish we were them but the posies i remember that oh yeah yeah (laughs) and what's kind of funny the boy so she has a little brother the boy is kind of the stereotypical um like really mature older uh, sorry younger brother um who's kind of more mature for his age um knows a lot of you know random facts and stuff but he's kind of different than that stereotype in the way that he also has random moments of just complete like vulnerability and stupidity like there's this um there's this one scene kind of you know maybe two-thirds of the way through the movie where um the the you know robot apocalypse happens and the dad takes everybody's phones and um just says i'm just gonna hold on to them for now and then he you know throws them on the ground and stomps on them and then you know he's just cackling wildly and just is having the time of his life and he because <laughs> the point of this is so that the robots can't track them right so they can't be tracked wherever they might go he then he then you know picks up a scoop of this you know damaged metal and trinkets you know the rem- remnants of the phones and just gives it to the boy and says, here, I told you I'd give you your phone back. And <laughs> the boy just, like, looks up at him with, like, these completely innocent eyes, like, no knowledge of anything else in the world and just goes, okay, father. Or, like, thank yeah, you, father. thank you, father. <laughs> <laughs> and it's just so random. Like, it's not, it's it doesn't fall in line with what his character is supposed to be. Yeah. He, he loves, you know, dinosaurs and he is kind of pretty emotionally mature for his age. But he has these moments of just, like, where did that come from? You're right, yeah. yeah. Um, and then, like Lily was talking about, their family just has this dynamic of um, the dad wants to be old school and he wants to live in the woods and he doesn't want people on their phones anymore. The mom um, doesn't seem to, I mean, I think she kind of leans towards the dad's side, but she doesn't seem to care one way or the other. She's on her phone a lot, too, anyway. Um, but she does want everybody to be more connected. She wants their family to be like the posies. Um, what, what what's the phrase that we use? Every like the Joneses is that the phrase oh, that yeah, we use? Yeah. That like that's their the posies are the Joneses in this story. That so that's the mom's ideal. Um, the girl, uh, the main character of this story, of course, hates living with her family, being around her dad. She has this really complicated, uh, stressed relationship with her dad with a lot of tension. And as the story goes on, um, it develops and. We have kind of some flashbacks, um, some montages of the past where um, it's her history with her dad. You know, they used to be super connected and super close. And then as time goes on, she becomes a teenager. Um, their interests grow apart. Or not grow apart, but they kind of develop. And so they are apart from the very start. And so yeah. just anyway. Um, and so as the movie goes on, you they're kind of 
you know, forced into this situation where they ha- their relationship has to develop. They have to have a relationship with each other to right. survive. Well, it's kind of funny because, like, near the beginning, they have, like, a fight, and the dad is like, I need to fix this. Mm-hmm. And so he cancels the her plane flight mm-hmm. to college and is like, we're going to drive there. And so that was kind of a – it was yeah. just a funny, like, he's trying so hard, but he's doing it so wrong. And yeah. it's like, ah. Uh, but yeah. you could see, like, the connection with the – um, daughter and the mom because the mom's like videoing things a lot because she wants like oh memories of stuff and the daughter's like super into funny videos and like mini movies and things and so mm-hmm. I guess you could see the correlation of how it's like she is still like her parents even if she doesn't want to be <laughs> yeah that is true um so like I said I usually don't watch animated movies I've kind of come I've kind of come back to them more recently watching some stuff from my childhood um, like I used to watch the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, like the Nickelodeon version. I loved those. I went on a streak of rewatching those for a little bit. Um, just some other like SpongeBob, just completely mm-hmm. random, but I haven't seen it in like ten years. Right. So going back and having that nostalgia was just amazing. Um, but I really, to be honest, um, whenever I watch animated movies, the animation kind of gets on my nerves sometimes because, um, just the way my brain works, I'm pretty uh my i want things to be realistic yeah I agree. and so like i know it's not meant to be realistic i know it's meant to be exaggerated that's the point but for some reason i can't get over that but i feel like with this movie it was a little bit different i was able to kind of see see the good in it mm-hmm. uh see kind of the beauty behind um just i i it's hard to describe just what i loved about the way that their their faces were like mm-hmm. they had for some reason um her and her so the main character and her mom I can't remember her name for life <laughs> no, um but her and her mom have like this weird like scar I don't know if it's a scar do, do you remember that or maybe it was just like oh. give their noses 3D mm-hmm. shape or whatever um anyway that's just something I remembered but things like that um I just thought were really cool details that they included in the animation was there some things that you liked particularly well I would agree I'm also one for like realistic stuff like I've never loved cartoons i can't really get with them because i'm like ah it's just so unrealistic but i do appreciate this art style just because it was very like comic booky almost and it was just it was a pretty aesthetic and they had like bright colors and the shapes and mm-hmm. so i really liked that but so if i overlook the okay i know it's not realistic so i have to you know yeah. get over that then it's like i'm super cool with it <laughs> yeah and something else that was cool about it is um even though this movie is meant to be set in the real world um there occasionally you probably noticed this but occasionally when someone had like an outburst of emotion or um you know did made like a quick movement or whatever they would have like some sort of like um special effects that would like kind of yeah. come outward from their movement like you know maybe like someone throws their hands outward and there's like stars right just little stars just burst out it's just a cool effect that like i mean it's kind of it makes it seem like um, this movie is set in the real world and someone just added it there. You, yeah. There's not really a distinction between that. You know, maybe it's that or maybe it's um, this isn't the real world and this is like completely, it's, it's hard to describe, this is completely animation. Mm-hmm. So it's either like they put that on top of the real world movie or the movie is just a whole animation. Right. Well, something that was kind of fun that uh, they added is like when you saw when they're like, 
when the dad's struggling to figure out YouTube and it's like real people, like uh-huh. it's live action stuff. I thought that was kind of a fun touch. Like every now and again, they included live action people or yeah. animals or whatever. And so I thought that was a fun way to like connect it. Yeah, I remember that. That was really cool. Um, and just something that you can kind of probably already tell um, is the moral of this movie um, is, you know, obviously it's just these these smartphones develop into these robots and the robots take over the world. So you can tell that, you know, the moral of this story is, you know, what a lot of parents are saying today is that screens don't allow you to be connected with people. They right. are, you know, pose, you know, danger to society. And this takes it to a whole new extreme um, for the purpose of symbolizing and uh, using a, a metaphor or an analogy. whatever I don't know the difference, but um, <laughs> I'm not a huge literature person, but uh it kind of brings that symbol together of, hey, screens aren't good. <laughs> and uh, it can bring a lot of um, disconnect between the people, um, especially like with the inventor of these robots. He's not really connected with um, the, the, the technology itself. He's not uh, aware of the dangers that it poses. And so he's kind of disconnected from everything. And this is the cause of, you know, the robot apocalypse. Right. <laughs> so... Um, anyway, do you kind of have any any other thoughts about this? Something that I liked, um, like you can tell, you know, that was the main thing. But then there was like an underlying lining uh, idea of like, you know, the family was concerned about not being perfect. Like the mom was always like, oh, we're never going to be like the posies. We're not that good. But I think it's like it kind of as it went on when they all start to become close again, they're all like, you know, it's okay that we're all weirdos and imperfect because mm-hmm. it's like, so I thought that was a nice little theme that they put in there too. Yeah, that was really cool. I, I kind of, yeah, I do remember that because um, it kind of, it went back to the way that it was with their family because mm-hmm. when they were younger, they did seem to be that same way where they were um, accepting of their own weirdness and yeah. um, what's the word, quirkiness. And um, as they kind of, uh, as the main character grew to be a teenager, as her younger brother, uh, oh, his name is Aaron. Now that I think about oh. it, oh, <laughs> right. it's slowly coming to us. Um, oh, and, Katie, that was the daughter's it name. <laughs> it is Katie. Uh, we found it out the mystery yeah. um, of the main character's name, which we <laughs> should have remembered. Yeah. Um, uh, anyway, they uh, as they become teenagers, they. Um, are they want to be more like the people they want to be more like the people outside of them they want mm-hmm. to be more like the world um just the idealized version of what they think they should be um and this as as you know the movie progresses as they go through all of this trauma together and this is kind of a classic theme that you'll see in a lot of movies they become closer together they um kind of revert back to the way that they were the way that um kind of it's like the feel-good version of their family. Yeah, um, yeah. I hope you guys will go out and see it. Um, I feel like the vast majority of people, it's kind of assumed. It's weird how many, it seems like people are assumed to have Netflix. Yeah. It's kind of just, oh, like, is it on Netflix? Like, that, that's kind of, I don't know. It's kind of weird. But anyway, I hope you guys will go out and see it. It was super cool. I hope you guys will get a good laugh out of it. Um, thank you, Lily, for coming on, talking to us, sharing your thoughts. Thanks for having me. Yeah, totally. And maybe we'll come back on later if I do, you know, another episode with something, um, another movie that we both have in common. Yeah. That'd be pretty cool. That'd be cool. Um, all right. Thanks, you guys, for coming, uh, tuning in. 
make sure to go check out the Instagram for new episode updates. Um, I'll see you guys next time. Peace out.